it's that time of the week again. Um, the time to get four listens. Uh, you know, if you guys hear this, and like, you like it, <laughs> share it. Tell your friends. Tell the person next to you, only to the left, not to the right. Never trust the person to the right of you. Only talk to the person to the left. Um, remember that. Remember that I said that. But this is episode 50. This is... I think I started almost a year ago. I started, I think, either on the, the day of the Super Bowl, like the after the Super Bowl, or the day after the Super Bowl. Um, and, like I said, it's almost been a year. And we're 50 episodes in. Still going strong. I'm still fighting through my, like I said, my four listeners. But listen, at this point, I don't do it. I think I made, you know, like never, never tell someone how much you make. Um, but I think I made seven cents <laughs> in a whole year. But like I said, I just I have fun with it, and I'm just gonna keep doing. I can't even redeem. Actually, I can redeem my seven cents, but I won't redeem my seven cents. But yeah, I'm just having fun with it, and um. You know, like, when I don't have fun, I'm not recording, you know? Like, I went on a little, like, break. I think it might have been two weeks, week and a half. Um, and, like, my schedule was messed up. I'm not having fun. Because I get nothing out of this, you know? I just like to talk about sports. And I come here, and I can just talk about sports uh, to my four listeners. So, like I said, I mean, if you like it and you want to share it, thank you very much. But thank you for even being here. To begin with, and um, let's get right into it. Now, this episode is probably gonna be a, a shorter episode compared to previous ones, um, because not much happened in the basketball world. Um, besides, well, first let's talk about Bobo. So Bobo got traded to the Pistons, and then a couple days later, the trade didn't go through, um, because Bobo failed a physical for them. Um, so yeah, that happened. And then, yesterday, was it? Um, yeah, uh, back to what I was saying before, the guy got cut. But yeah, so Bobo got traded, right? Got traded, gotta make sure this audio's still on. Is audio still on? Yeah, okay, got traded to the Pistons, failed the physical, and then, uh, was it yesterday? Uh, yeah, yesterday, gets traded, a three-team trade, where Denver, Boston, and San Antonio, where the three teams included, uh, Juan Trojan Gomez goes to the Spurs. Brent Forbes goes to Denver, Bobo and PJ Dozier, Dozier goes to Boston, and... I mean, these are all, none of these pieces, none of these players are really, like, going to change a team to championship caliber. Besides, I think, the only one that has potential to do that is Brent Forbes, because Brent Forbes is a sharpshooter. Huge defensive liability, but a sharpshooter. And going to Denver is actually, like, pretty big, um, because I don't think he'll start, because, you know, Will Barton, and if they you know, Monte Morris, and they have a solid amount of guards, but off the bench, running with Compazzo. I think Brent Forbes is actually going to be very solid for this team, for for Denver. And that's why I think Denver wins this trade. But, I mean, it's still early, you know. It's like you can't really 
you know, say who won it and who didn't because, you know, no one played for each other yet. Um, Bobo and BJ, PJ Dozier to the Celtics as well because Celtics, you know, have some young pieces like Aaron Nismith, Nismith, um, Grant Williams. I mean, Grant Williams is whatever. Robert Williams. Now, Bull Bull. Um, but they still have Al Horford, so they got those three big men. So it looks like Bull Bull still won't play. I kind of want him to go to Detroit because he could at least be the big man off the bench. I'm pretty sure Mason Plumley is not there anymore. I think he's um in Charlotte, if I'm correct. And Watcher and Gomez to the Spurs is just a whatever move. So, you know, before, you know, initial trade reaction, I think the winner is, I think it goes Nuggets, Celtics, Spurs, in that order, from best to worst. But, um, that wasn't the only trade that happened, because Cam Reddish also got traded in New York for a first-round pick. I don't think Cam Reddish played for New York yet, New York yet, but, um, you know, the Hawks said they wanted a first-round pick for Cam Reddish, and... There were some other teams. The Hawks were, a report came out that they were going to uh, trade John Collins and Cam Reddish for uh, Ben Simmons to the Sixers. But Ben Simmons, or, but the Sixers were trying to throw in uh, uh, Tobias Harris and get more. And then that's when the, the Hawks backed off. Um, but Cam Reddish to the Knicks is nice. You know, he's playing with his teammate, RJ Barrett. And Cam Reddish, I feel like, hasn't had room to blossom. In Atlanta, like when Trey Young wasn't there and he was playing, he was playing really good and he had some really good games and he shows some really good flashes of him being that great scorer and a solid defender. Um, and I think in New York he's just gonna be able to show all of that. I don't think he's gonna start, but off the bench will still be solid. He's gonna have a bigger role than what he did in Atlanta. I feel like and for the Knicks, which is, I don't wanna say they're going younger because I mean you still got Kemba who's like going off. We talked about what Kemba did. Uh, last night, later down. But we got Campbell that's still going on. We got Julius Randle, who's like 26, 27, um, playing great. Mitchell Robinson, that's the young piece. RJ Barrett, that's the young piece. Evan Fournier, that's 28, 29. Um, you know, then off the bench, you got Mayo quickly, that's the young piece. Cam Harris, that's the young piece. So you got some young pieces. Um, I really feel like the Knicks should be doing better than what they are, but, you know, it's basketball. Never know what happens. Dame is having about a dom. See, I, I was reading this word and I was telling myself not to mess it up. Abdominal surgery, um, and could possibly be out for the season. Um, there's no timetable yet set to return. I don't think so. At least I didn't see timetable. But you know, it, a report came out saying that he was playing through an injury. Uh, from what happened in the Olympics in the summer, so. You know, that was some that was linked to some of the struggles he was having. But uh, it's I'm happy he's having the surgery. He said, "Oh, actually, no, I did see a thing that said he'll see how he feels on when he thinks he could come back." So as if like if the team is still fighting for a playoff spot, come back and make the playoffs, or um, but like right now you could you could lose a lot of games, have Dame recover, get fully healthy, right. And get Anthony Simons and Nazir Little and all those young players, and uh, Desmond Jr. to get some good playing time and look good and become valuable assets. Cause I'm not saying Anthony Simons necessarily, but Nazir Little and Desmond Jr. were both first round picks. I think in 2017 too. Um, 
I know Dan Smith Jr. was. I don't know when Isaiah Lewis was drafted. But um, make them somewhat valuable again and try to. Like, Dame is 30, 30 or 31. He's not going to be good for much longer. And you already see, you know, with the injury, what abdominal uh, injury did to him. And I'm not saying he's never going to be normal again, but you never know, you know? And if I'm the Blazers, I'm, my goal here is to uh, just don't worry as much about this year, you know? And focus more on next year, if anything, you know? Let the young players play. Let them play good. Get a pick. Maybe try a package pick and CJ McCollum to get someone like DeMontis Sabonis. He would look really good over there in uh, Portland. And then you also have Anthony Simons and Nazir Little and Dan Smith Jr. and Robert Covington, which isn't that good. but And you still have um, you still have Yusuf Nurkic, which you could probably keep with my, uh, DeMontis Sabonis. Those two could be good. And you could just bring a competent two-guard or three-guard or th- uh, a small forward pair on uh, Dame and this is someone that can't be making a whole lot of cap space because DeMontis Sabonis if I'm correct is on a pretty hefty contract I'm pretty sure and Dame has Supermax so this can't be someone that's making a whole lot of money but I just see a lot of good things coming out of this Um, but then I'll talk about the game so last Wednesday Nets played the Bulls and the Nets killed the Bulls Um, Kyrie only had nine points. Pahudin, KD, Dayron Sharp, Patty Mills off the bench. Patty Mills is either going to give you 21 off the bench or, like, six. Uh, Kings beat the Lakers, and Russell Westbrook was the ice-cold player of the game. Had eight points, 12 rebounds, six assists, shot two for 14 from the field. Only one turnover, but, man... LeBron could only do so much. Malik Monk had 22 points. I really like Malik Monk in the starting role. I feel like, I personally thought he should be starting the whole time um, over people like Avery Bradley or Austin Reeves and Wayne Ellington. Like, I thought he should be starting over them the whole time, but I don't know what. If I'm the Lakers, I don't know what i do if I'm the Lakers. Cavs beat the Jazz by 20. The Jazz had everyone besides Rudy Gobert. And Donovan Mitchell didn't have the grave at night. But good one for the Cavs. Darius Garland, triple-double. Um, Knicks beat the Mavericks. Heat beat the Hawks. Hornets beat the Sixers. What did I just click on? Uh, Celtics beat the Pacers. And Rockets beat the Spurs. On Thursday, the Thunder beat the Nets now. But this was without KD. Or without someone. Yeah, without KD. And Kyrie. Harden played solid. Um, Grizzlies beat the Timberwolves. John Moran is still just different. Then Desmond Bain is really good too. Desmond Bain and John Moran are a really good combo together. And Desmond Bain proved that he's more than just a 3 and D type player. He's someone that you could give the ball to and he could, like, there's like 55% chance he gets a bucket. That's how I'm feeling. I don't know what it's still good for Sanchez, but I feel like if you give him the ball, better chance that he gets a bucket than doesn't. Um, Pelicans beat the Clippers. Bucks kill the Warriors. Well, okay, I want to say kill. They won by 19. But it was like Steph Curry is in a huge shooting slump. Shot 4 for 11 this game, 2 for 6. And like, he won even better. Clay Thompson shot 3 for 11, 2 for 7. Um, just not a good game from both. 
well, who I'm in the Bucks or just the Bucks, you know. So and you don't have you need to have a good game against the Bucks to even keep it. Or you need to have you know a normal game to even keep it close, and you need to have a good game to win. Giannis, thirty, twelve, and eleven. They just back in the MVP talks. He won his third MVP in four years. Yeah. Um, on Friday, Warriors bounced back and killed the Bulls. 138 to 96. The Bulls are struggling as of late. Uh, no Clay. But Curry had a good game. Wiggins had a good game. Jordan Poole, still that guy. Even though, you know, Clay came back, took a spot. Um, Zach Levine only plays four minutes. I don't know if he got hurt or anything. Kobe White had 20 points off the bench. Back to what I was saying before I got so rudely interrupted. No, um. I actually don't know what I was saying, but. Oh yeah, the Warriors, um, game. But besides that, no, another game. Still to speak to, still to speak to Celtics on Saturday. Uh, Nuggets killed the Lakers, and Westbrook had a solid game. LeBron had a solid game, but that's it's. I don't want to. I try not to talk about the Lakers because it's all I talk about. But it's just so sad to see this. I'm not even a Lakers fan. I'm still sad to see this. You know, it's just like that. Did R.J. Barrett's game winner happen this week or was that last week? Let me go through these games. I guess that was last week. R.J. Barrett had a nasty game winner. I said, time flies, right? Time flies. Um, Raptors beat the Bucks. Uh, again, you know, you need to have a good game to beat the Bucks, and Pascal Siakam had a thirty-point triple double. You know, like that's games you need to beat the Bucks, and this was all without uh, Sky Barnes and Giannis also had thirty points, um, but Chris Middleton did not play that well. I feel like Giannis getting thirty is so easy. Timberwolves beat the Warriors by twenty. Um, Jordan pulled out a good game. This was no Curry Clay. Played better than what he did before. Um, for the Timberwolves, Cat. Still playing great. Still playing at the top five center, you could say. Yeah, top five center. Um, Jazz beat the Nuggets. Rockets beat the Kings. Some beat the Pistons. On Monday, Nets played the Cavs. Watched a little bit of like just the highlights of this game. And Kyrie, man, is so good. 27 points. Shot above 50%. Had seven rebounds. And I said, he is great. This is no KD, of course, because KD had that knee injury and could be out for a couple of weeks. Harden had 22 points, 10 assists. The Cavs, Darius Carlin hit this nasty move to get a layup uh, towards the end of the game. Isaac Kerr was playing clamps. And uh, James Harden had the game losing turnover. But, man, Kyrie. I'm so happy to see Kyrie back. So Wizards beat the Sixers, and Kuzma dunked on Drone, that's all I want to say. Kuzma dunk for Joel Embiid. Lakers beat the Jazz. This is a good win for the Lakers because they are they're 22 and 22. Wait, it feels like they're like five games below 500. Um, LeBron doing, you know, backpacking as usual. But Stanley Johnson has actually stepped up big off the bench for them. Um, Malik Monk is still doing Malik Monk things. Very good player. Suns beat the Spurs. Um, he beat the Raptors. Hawks beat the Bucks. Trey Young, 
Trey Young, 30 points, 11 assists. Let him the victory. Against, like I said, if you want to beat the Bucks, you have to have a good game. And that's what they did. And yesterday, our Warriors beat the Pistons by almost 20. And and Clay had end, ended the game at 21, 6 for 13, shooting. Uh, Curry had 18, 6 for 11, shooting. They both, I mean, they didn't play as much, you know, because they were killing the Pistons. But they both were, like, playing very well first half. I don't know what happened in the second half. Again, I don't think they played that much. But I don't know. Like, the Warriors came back down to earth. I it's everything Clay got there. That's all I'm saying. Every, nah, I love Clay. Timbles beat the Knicks, and what a crazy game. What a crazy game. Um, Cat hit a big-time shot. And in the game with 20 points, Anthony Edwards at 21. Julius Randle at 21. Evan Fournier is actually playing like he likes the garden. And then with 27. Um, wow, dude. I, next week's going to be a good episode because let's just say this Wednesday a lot of good games happen. Um, RJ Barrett had 17. Kemba had 19 and hit like four threes in a row towards the end of the game. It was nasty. Just a lot of nasty things happen. But yeah, today, man, I'm going to have something to tell. I have something to talk about. Um, to, uh, to, you know, next episode. Yeah, wow, I'm just looking at some of the games now, and I'm going to save it for next episode, because some of the games are still going on. But, um, but now, we'll talk about football. Uh, so first, the Raiders fired Mike Mayock. Understandable move. Because of the controversy that's been going on. But do you blame that Mike Mayock? I don't think so. Will I fire him? No. Um, Who's going to take the spot? I have no clue. Mike Mayock has actually handled the situation in Las Vegas very good. With, given all the circumstances. Um, and he got fired. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, right after, you know. Now, I guess with that being said, you guys know the Raiders lost the, the wild card game. No spoilers. And then David Coley got fired from the Texans coach, which, you know, Texans gave up basically a third-round pick to take that, take him from the Ravens. So I'm not complaining because, you know, we got the third-round pick and you only had him for one year. But David Coley wasn't, didn't seem like a terrible head coach, to be honest. I mean, the Texans ended with, like, what, four or five wins. But, I mean, I don't think... Anyone, I think anyone who was a coach would still end them with four or five wins. I'd game one more year. That's the thing I hate is like if you're a coach on a bad roster, you're bound to get fired. Even if you're not a bad coach. I mean, look at Brian Flores. He's a great coach on a mid roster. Got him to like start heating up and play great. And then got fired. Like, I don't understand some of the things that's happening. We'll talk about the games. So, first. We have the Raiders and Bengals to start the cap off or to start off the super wild card. Um, Derek Carr had an overall pretty solid game, and so did the Raiders as a whole offensively. Um, it came down to the very last play. Oh, Jamar Chase had a great game too. Uh, the most receiving yards by any Bengals receiver. Um, in a playoff game. Oh, cool. Um, also. 
Bengals won their first playoff game in 31 years. And like I was saying, uh, came down to the very last play. The Raiders, it was fourth and goal. Derek, I mean, it was a pretty bad read. Um, pretty bad play. Zay Jones was on this, like, curler out in the end zone. And Derek Carr, like, threw it in double coverage and just picked off. And the Bengals won. NFL scripted. Next, Bills Patriots. <laughs> Mac Jones, doesn't matter how good the coach is. Mac Jones did have two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. And the Bills defense was was on point. And also, the Bills are the first team in NFL history. NFL history, not not playoff history. NFL history. NFL history. To have a perfect game offensively, which means they, uh, What's the okay, um which means they did not punt the ball, they did not kick a field ball. They uh did not punt the ball and they score touchdowns every time they had the ball. Josh Allen, five passing touchdowns. Devin Singletary, two rushing touchdowns. Felt like they could run at will, felt like they could pass on will. And let's get this straight. This is all on the Patriots defense. Top three defense, if not the best defense in the league. All I'm saying is, watch out for them bills. Buccaneers, Eagles, expect outcome was how expected. Jalen Hurts did not play that well. Um, Eagles didn't play that well as a whole. And Tom Brady's Tom Brady, man. Like, it's Tom Brady. I said, you can't bet against him in the playoffs. And people were like, oh, but he has all these injuries. Oh, blah, blah, blah. He still is Gronk and Mike Evans. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. Cowboys Niners. Now, Cowboys fans, cover your ears because the Niners deserve this win. The Niners outplayed the Cowboys. Yes, they did start to blow the lead. You know? And that's just a... Okay. But that's just a Niners thing to do. But they had more total yards. They had more time in possession. They had more rushing yards. They had more first downs. They had less penalties. Both had the same amount of turnovers. Um, and like I said, I know it's a nice thing to do, blow leads. And Jimmy G has, did not play that good, but if I was in, I watched, watched some of this game, if I'm the Niners offensive coordinator, I would be calling almost the same exact plays. I'd be running the ball. They ran the ball 38 times. I'd be doing it probably 40 times, you know. Debo Samuel is, don't get me wrong, a great receiver, but he's just a great player, a great athlete. I'd be hanging the ball off 10 times, but I gave it to him 15. Brian Ayuk, six receptions, five, or six, five receptions. I'm running slants, screens, drag rats to George Kittle. If I'm feeling myself, if Jimmy G said, I ain't coach, I'm feeling myself, maybe I'll give George Kittle a seam up the middle with a tight end on him. And be like, okay, give it to him. But Jimmy G, or not Jimmy G, George Kittle's not someone that's going to really jump up a moss somewhere. I mean, he will if he really needs to. George Kittle's a great tight end. I think people kind of forget that because of the injuries and how the Niners offense is kind of built. But he's still a great tight end. And Debo's also still a great receiver. I know like people more think about him as a running back. But this man's a great receiver. Um, And I, I like the way the 49ers play. You know, Jimmy G, if he was just a little bit better, if he was just... 
you know, like 2019 worked out perfectly. You know, they had the same attack. <laughs> What's if Eli Mitchell's name? It was Raheem Mostert. People forget about Raheem Mostert because of the injuries. And Raheem Mostert, to be honest, isn't that good for running back. But the if you see the holes that that offensive line would make with the Niners, and then they added Trent Williams, like how do you let the Forty Nineers get Trent Williams? Like the holes that he would get, I would have been able to run through them. And I tell you, you put any running back on the Niners, and they will succeed with this game plan and with uh, the offense line. And I love to see it because I like to see. Good offense, and this is good offense to make. Unlike the Cowboys, which is a good way to transition in the Cowboys, who Dak had a subpar game, and they couldn't run the ball. You have all these targets. You have all these weapons. CeeDee Lamb had one reception. Mike Cooper had a good game, but CeeDee Lamb had one reception. You had Zeke, who had a thousand rushing yards, thirty-one yards. Like. This is just what I'm saying. It's like... It's just... He just... It's like... You have the offensive weapons there, but you just didn't use them right. Plus, you know, he didn't have a great... Uh, don't get me wrong. He didn't have a great game by Dak. But, like, the 49ers, they used their weapons. And that defense was good, too. Nick Bosa was getting to the quarterback. Um, uh, what's his name? Greenlaw. I don't know his first name. Devon. It's Devon Greenlaw. Dave Young. Dre. Dre Greenlaw. Like, they're all getting there. You know, Fred Warner. Eric Armstead. I love It's just, I really like the 49ers of Bill. I had them as a team that I think could quietly make some noise. And, I mean, I know it's only the wild card, but I see it. Uh, Chiefs Steelers. How do you think that ended? Uh, Steelers were winning, I think, at that point. But Roethlisberger didn't even have a terrible game to go out. You know, this is the last playoff game, last career game. Didn't have a terrible game. Najee Harris, nothing. Um, for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, even Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown. So it's late. Even Travis Kelsey threw a touchdown. And then Rams Cardinals, man. Kyler Murray forgot how to play football. This man, I mean, he he did good avoiding uh avoiding uh safety, but threw an in a pick six instead. Nothing was going for this offense. I get they don't. I said I said this too. I think you could check me because I don't want to be lying. But I'm ninety percent sure I said I had the Rams winning this. I said I think it would be close, and I was wrong about that. But I had the Rams winning because. I said, I see the Cardinals losing their bad teams. And I just feel like Kyler is not as good as he is with that D-hop. And I showed today, you know. And for the Rams, I could have been a quarterback. And it would have been just as good. Although Beckham had a really good game. Um, his first career playoff touchdown. Which I forgot that he was in the playoffs before with the Giants. And they had the, they had the yacht pick. <laughs> and then they played <laughs> They played the Packers, and, like, I think he had zero. Like, he might have had a couple of catches, but I remember watching that game. I'm rooting for the Giants. I like the Giants. Uh, you know, I'm a Giants fan, but Odell Beckham still is one of my favorite players. I have his jersey. I, Odell Beckham was all, I just loved Odell Beckham. 
And I'm rooting for the Giants. And don't get me wrong, I like the Packers. You know, I always say if the Ravens don't win the Super Bowl, I want the Packers to win. And I still stand by that. Um, but I was just wanted like part of me wanted Odell Beckham and the Giants to win. And this man was cheeks. He had the yacht pick though, so I mean it goes down history. So that is it for all the wildcard games and all the topics. But I do want to give a preview of the divisional round. So we got Bengals Titans, which I think this is gonna be a really good game. But that Bengals offense is really good. But the Titans, I feel like, could run all over them. I'm going Titans. But Ryan Downhill just has to be an okay quarterback. Doesn't have to be great. Just has to be okay. Niners Packers, and like I said, I know, I, know I said I had the Niners as like a team that I think quietly makes some noise. But going against the Packers, I don't think that I don't think they're making it past this round. Rams, Buccaneers. Now, this is going to be a good game. I, they play in the regular season, and I think the Rams won. But Brady in the playoffs is different. I'm going Buccaneers. So, we got Titans, Packers, Buccaneers, and Bills, Chiefs. I'm taking Bills. Part of me just doesn't like the Chiefs, but also seeing the Bills offense last week. I think that they ride with that. I mean, don't go wrong. The Chiefs offense last week was insane, too. We're, we're potentially going to see a great game. Offensively, and I'm all for it. But those are my picks. Um, this weekend's gonna be a very exciting weekend because almost every game is uh, is really is gonna be good. Um, or on pay on paper is gonna be good. Um, gotta put my my notes here. Okay. But yeah, with that being said. That's it for me, and I will see all you guys next week.